it. Man, we're having all kinds of technical difficulties today. All kinds of technical difficulties today. Wow. Good job, me. All right, you should be now. You should be good now. <sighs> all right. Let's, uh, let's, um, let's uh, get ourselves back together. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I was on the... Uh, I was on the wrong stream. Let me let me repost this on uh, on t Twitter, so people can find me. Wow! All right, we got this, guys. We got this. We figured this out. So, what did we learn today? Farzad still has issues with technology, and uh, he can't read, and he doesn't understand that he's on the wrong stream. Well, he's. Uh, I'm like, why isn't anything? Coming through. Anyway. Okay. Hello, everybody. Should we do the uh, countdown again? Just to uh, get this countered off. And uh... I'm just kidding. I'm trolling. <laughs> okay. So let me know where you're from in the comments. Come on in. Let me know where you're from. Uh, that you can hear me okay. That you can see me okay. And um, yeah, we'll take it from there. So very good. Andre Karpathy. Okay, so let me start again. <laughs> All right, I need some coffee. Let's drink some coffee. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe it was the coffee. Maybe it was the coffee. Okay, so here we go. A <laughs> buck. What a troll. Greetings from Chattanooga. You need a smart leader to help you with your streams. I know a guy that just left Tesla that could probably help you. He needs work. Yeah. I wonder what his name is. <laughs> okay. So, Andre Karpathy. For those that don't know, and I'm sure everybody in the comments knows, Andre Karpathy was the leader of uh, AI at Tesla, and he was at the company for four, four, five years. Okay. And uh, I've had a, you know, a night to sleep on it and to really understand or really help formulate what kind of thoughts I have about this whole thing. And sort of watching other people um, talk about his departure and uh, him leaving the company was a um, uh, was a little bit helpful for me to formulate some thoughts. We had a live stream yesterday that uh, while we were doing the live stream, the news broke that he was leaving the company, and we had some you know some some um, uh, first reactions to those news. And uh, I think all of us on the live stream were bummed, uh, which. Uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but now that I've had the night to sleep on it and to really think, formulate some thoughts on it, and I just spoke to uh, Ellie in space about it actually for her channel right before I came on this one, uh, it sort of helped me really uh, know where I am with this. So I've heard the him leaving the company be described in two primary camps. So one of them, the primary camp was uh, Andre leaving is a bummer. Uh, it's a big loss for Tesla. And it's something that, um, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's, it's painful for Tesla and it's gonna hurt Tesla in some way. And the other camp says um, Andre's, uh, his involvement hit a peak. He can't bring anything else to the table. And uh, Tesla's moving on with somebody else that's gonna help him to move forward. So those are like the two primary camps. And in the comments, obviously, let me know which camp you fall in, if there's a different camp listed as well. But those are the two primary ones that I saw. And the way I think about Andre leaving is that I think th those two statements, in my opinion, those two statements, like, they kind of lift together, but I would reframe it in a different way. So Andre leaving Tesla is for sure a bummer. For sure a bummer. Right, if, if he's somebody, he's obviously very talented. He's obviously super skilled. He was able to help Tesla reach a point where vision was a legitimate technology that Tesla was using to drive their full self-driving technology, which was not really done before if you really think about it. Every other company that was trying to solve for full self-driving, they had, I don't know, a million sensors on their cars to try and figure out where the objects are. Andre was a key person, given his vision 
background and his expertise around vision and leveraging vision to help AI systems understand the world around them. He was a super important player to ensure that that technology was viable for the company. Okay. And from everything that I heard while I worked at the company, from all the things that, uh, you know, passing by, I never actually worked with Andre while I was at the company, but I, I did talk to a few folks that, you know, had some sort of connection to his teams. Everybody said nothing but good things about the guy. Super kind, super smart, great leader, caring. Okay. So he's obviously a very, very good person and a very good leader and a super talented one at that. Okay. So he, him leaving, anytime you have a company and a really, really good, talented person leaves from that company, that's obviously brought a lot of value. It sucks. Of course it sucks. Why wouldn't it suck? It sucking means that the person was really good. <laughs> it means that they were able to bring a lot of value to the company. Now, on the flip side, so what are things that we know that are true about Tesla that we know are uh, their core strengths? So one, Tesla is incredibly good at hiring the best talent in the world, okay? J.B. Strubble, uh, Drew, Andre, 100,000 people. I don't know why I'm naming so many people. 100,000 people, okay? On every single list, for especially for engineers, Tesla, SpaceX, one and two. And that's because you have a leader in Elon who has built these companies that are built to attract top talent, okay? So that's number one. Number two, in an event where Tesla had some sort of turnover or change at a major leadership position, Tesla has proven that they can either put somebody in place or to ensure that there is a culture that exists at the company that allows them to continue moving forward. Okay? And we'll use the JB Straubel example back from, what, two, three years ago or maybe even longer now. I wonder how long ago it was. Maybe even longer. The 2018? When did JB leave? Maybe three, four years ago. When JB left, a lot of people, it was sort of the same sort of thing that's going on now with Andre. There was a lot of concern. People were like, oh my God, uh, they just left a top executive. Um, JB is obviously super talented and super, super smart. And he's somebody that can that has brought a lot of value. And he helped co-found Tesla and he's a battery expert and he's a drivetrain expert. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So. If you remember back to when JB left, that was 2018, 2019 timeframe. And what happened after he left? So we have a sort of a new face of the engineering aspect of the company in Drew that's sort of taking the forefront of driving a lot of the conversations and really a lot of the initiatives within the company to move that, te that technology forward. And then Tesla has been able to ramp from a single factory company to four factories plus without one of those super, super core leaders at the time in JB's trouble. So basically what I'm saying here is that Tesla has proven that they can bring the best talent and they're able to move forward onto the next generation of leadership within the company. And if you take Andre's Andre leaving um, as some sort of, thing where, you know what, he's only been there for five years. He, he should have been there for longer to ensure, you know, things get done. I can tell you that if, if a leader, if somebody at a company is not willing to step away at some point, <laughs> be it five years, eight years, four years, I don't know, 10 years, whatever you want to call it. If they're not willing or able to step away at some point, it means that that leader hasn't done enough to ensure that the teams that he runs or the talent that he's directly responsible for are actually ready and up to where they need to be to take over that new position that he would leave behind or to become the new generation of leaders that are gonna help move the company forward. A good leader would ensure that those things are in place. And with Karpathy being on sabbatical for the last four months, if you think about it within that context, I saw this comment come through in my community forums with, uh, uh, I think Rodman was the person that, that put this thought in my, in my brain. The last four months of Carpathia not being at the company, I think were a really good time frame and probably premeditated thinking sort of in hindsight, where that time was used by his teams to build the confidence to know 
that, hey, you know what? We do have what it takes to move forward. We do have the talent in place to move forward. We do have the leaders in place to move forward, okay? And that four-month sabbatical could have been done with that sort of thought process in mind that says, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm stepping away to ensure that you guys know that you have what it takes to move forward. And I don't have to be there. But I'm not telling you that I'm going away fully. I'm just gonna step away and I'm gonna allow you guys to prove yourselves that you have what it takes to move forward. And for a company like Tesla that's constantly changing, that's constantly having um, uh, breakthroughs in innovation and breakthroughs in technology and breakthroughs in how you approach problems, you have certain people are gonna have different time frames of how long they can live in that specific world. You're gonna have, like for, I'll use myself as an example. I was there a little over four years. We did 20 years worth of work anywhere else in those four years while I was at the company. And me stepping away after four years has allowed a new generation of leaders to come into the company that are gonna help move the company in that, in that specific respect that I was leading they're gonna help that company move towards the next 20 years or the next four years or the next five years. And it's gonna give them the ability to do that. And so ensuring that you have those opportunities for the new generation to come in is extremely important to ensure that the culture at Tesla remains alive and well. The opposite of Andre not leaving could harbor a situation where say as a leader for the AI group, you could have somebody who's essentially not allowing the next generation to step in and to push the company forward. This is not saying that Andre in any, any way, shape or form is incapable, or doesn't have what it takes or doesn't have the talent. But if you have a gatekeeper <laughs> at a certain position for too long, it's a problem. You're not allowing people that are 100% are capable and should be in those positions to actually step into those positions over time. And so there has to be some sort of healthy, natural flow of people going to a Tesla and leaving Tesla. And the time frame of how long they stay at the company are super dependent on the individual's passion, the individual's capabilities, the individual's attention, <laughs> focus, um, so on and so forth, right? And so ultimately, I think what, what this re reminded me of is the fact that if there's a company out there that's able to replenish top tier talent is Tesla, which they've proven before many times, you know, at the executive level publicly, but I saw it firsthand while I was at the company for four years, people came and went all the time, but there was always this march towards better. <laughs> the march towards better continued, regardless of how crucially important that person was that left the company. There was always a march towards better. And so I think within that context, it's a healthy thing for Tesla, for say Andre leaving when he felt he was ready to leave. To me, it didn't seem at all like Elon was like, you are fired, gone. It was obviously a super amicable um, departure from Andre's side. Otherwise you wouldn't get that sort of positive public attention on Twitter that Elon gave him. And so that is, that's super good for everyone else that's working at the company. <laughs> it's super good for everyone else that, that's working for the company. And ultimately I'm happiest for Andre. I'm happiest for Andre because he is now following his true passions. As great as Tesla is, and as amazing as Tesla is, and as incredible of a leader as Elon is, individuals have a flow of passions. They have a flow of things they wanna focus on. They have a, a, a each day could bring a, a, you know, a different set of circumstances that could put you in a situation where perhaps the thing you're working on is not that, you know, I mean like, eh, yeah. Eh, I'd rather do that, <laughs> you know? Or you know what, that, that, that calling to me sounds more important or it sounds more, um, it resonates with me more. So I wanna go after that. And so the last thing you want is to have a person at a company that's holding a leadership position that is gatekeeping that because they feel like they have to, you know? And so if Andre was at the situation where he wanted to pursue other passions that were closer to him, and that's why he left the company, more power to him, more power to him. Or, or he knew that what his background was and what he was uh, working on for the company perhaps was not gonna be nearly as helpful as it was four years ago. And that next generation of things that he had to work about, he wasn't passionate about it. And I'm like, he's like, you know what, forget it. I'm just, 
I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna allow the next generation of talent to step in and move the company forward. Tesla's 100,000 people. <laughs> Let's not forget that. There are 100,000 people. There's talent everywhere. Embarrass, it's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to that company. And so to summarize, yes, I'm bummed. I think the fact that I'm bummed proves how good of a talent Andre is and how great he was for the company. But I'm also super excited for that next generation to step in and help drive the company forward with someone like Elon at the helm, really championing culture and innovation for the company. And as far as timelines go for any of the technologies, unchanged, if anything, they might improve. If, if you did have a leader in, in, in a space where maybe he had other passions that he wanted to follow, it's good for him to pursue those passions. And it's also good for him to open the door for those that are more passionate about those things that are being worked on the company today to be worked on, right? So um, net positive, net positive outcome, especially for Andre. Ultimately this, I'm happiest for Andre, because I get it. Leaving Tesla's hard, man. <laughs> he was in a position that's a million times more important and a million times more impactful than I was, for sure. But I'm super happy for him. And because I know the, the only reason why one would want to leave Tesla on their own uh, on their own accord is because they found something that truly resonates with them with them uh, from a passion perspective. And that's going to make him incredibly happy. And ultimately, I'm, that makes me incredibly happy for him. So was that a rant? Was that a rant? How long was I talking for? 17 minutes? I was talking for a while. What did you guys think? Tell me your comments. Show me your comments. Let's bring some people on, yeah? Anybody want to come on and share their thoughts or ask a question? Here's a link. Uh, you must have your video on. You must have decent audio. And please have good internet. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a lag fest, okay? So if you can find a spot in your house that gives you the best internet and you're able to turn on your camera and have good audio, that would be great if you want to come on and ask a question. Uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, read some comments. And uh, I was watching this comment section going crazy while I was talking, which is amazing. Thank you all very much for taking part. Um, so DRK, big follower of the channel. Thank you very much, DR. It's really rare to see to see so many great people in one place, but his impacts will be felt for years. Yes, that's what great leaders do. That's what great leaders do. Um, Phil, the FSD team is now focused on the March of Nines and the Robot Brains podcast. Andre said there is no new fundamental uh, machine learning algorithms needed, just scaling up what's there. So within that context, uh, his departure in reality, if you think about his vision expertise, uh, it gives more credence to the fact of exactly what you said. They have all the pieces that they need. And it's just a matter of just get that data, baby. Right? It becomes a data. It becomes a data thing. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when you let HR decide who gets laid off. Uh, what's the context there, Johnny? Help us. <laughs> um, there's a comment here. Great reasoning about his leaving and the future. Appreciate that, uh, Jack. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a positive for for Andre in the end, and that's really what's most important. But I appreciate that very much. Another comment here: When the staff become too protective of their own positions rather than advancing the company, then it's time to worry. That is a phenomenally good point. I think if. Uh, if Tesla does really have the greatest talent in the world, that talent should be able to self-identify when it's time, when it's time to leave. It's a hard decision. Nobody ever wants to leave something that's amazing. Nobody ever wants to leave something that is super impactful or makes them happy, right? But yeah, 100% agreed, 100% agreed. Really great insights about Andre. Thank you, Felicia. Tesla hype. Everyone smash that like button. Let's add a little bit more to that. If you like what you're watching today, please hit the like button. You will get absolutely nothing if you do. Thank you. Thank you, Tesla hype. Appreciate your uh, uh, Twitter account. Elon also once said that there is no factory for uh, excellence. Uh, there's no factory for excellent machine learning engineers. Maybe Andre can go back to academia uh, to make this factory. Well, that's a very interesting take, isn't it? So let's go down that uh, that thought process. Within the 
context of uh, J.B. Straubel, okay? What, why did he leave Tesla? Why did he leave Tesla? Was to start a battery recycling company that would close that loop for Tesla to be able to increase its supply as much as humanly possible, right? So that's a Tesla person that brought great uh, value to Tesla, who now left Tesla and is helping Tesla become bigger <laughs> through that closed loop, through closing that loop when it comes to uh, recycling supply for Tesla. If Andre, so, so that in respect to Andre, there is a greater than 0% chance where he would take on or embark on a mission that will either directly or indirectly help Tesla achieve its goals. And since Tesla plays in the game of machine learning and AI and software, right? Whatever you want to call that sort of expertise, AI, really, let's call it AI. Then what are the chances that Andre's work post-Tesla will help Tesla get more talent, you know, or somehow help Tesla move forward in its mission faster or easier. That is a great take, Phil. Wasn't Andre a, a professor at MIT? Or did I get, did I get that wrong? I'm, I'm, I, I may have gotten that completely wrong. Um, Standing Rob, I agree with all you said uh, from a glass half full perspective. I'm just concerned with the timing. To me, he's not as excited about the immediate future of Tesla, which is concerning. Um, I, I respect that take. I respect that take. I think, I think uh, being concerned about timing, I could see how that could be the case because he's leaving uh, when full self-driving is supposedly reaching level four. But I think the one thing to keep in mind within that context, again, I don't wanna like <laughs> take on too much of a positive attitude, but I think the flip side could be that all the necessary things are in place for Tesla to achieve its current generation of FSD to where it needs to be, that level four autonomy by the end of the year, and it's just a data exercise. And then they need that next generation of leadership or that maybe that a different way of approaching the problems that perhaps Andre is not passionate about and you know Tesla will work to get the right talent in the door to make that happen, right? So um, completely respect your take. I mean, you could be 100% right, but I, I, think, um, I think the fact that AI day two was scheduled while Andre was gone and we saw some significant improvements for FSD while he was gone. I, I don't know if it's necessarily tied to Andre in a way. Um, it might just be that, that the timing worked out the timing that it, the timing worked out the way that it worked out and it's just the, the byproduct of, of what it is. But I respect your take and appreciate you sharing that. So thank you for that. Uh, hello Farzar, could you please let everyone know about your insight about autopilot team at Tesla, such as uh, Ashok, Ganesh, David, and strong team at Tesla? Yeah, uh, there is a lot of really good people at Tesla. <laughs> I don't know, uh, uh, David Lau sounds familiar, I may have spoken to him a couple of times, but there's a lot of great, great talent at Tesla, a lot of great talent, but thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, <laughs> I wish more politicians, I wish uh, more politicians had the same mindset leave while on the peak of your game. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do, man. There's a reason why a lot of, uh, even in sports, you know, for those that follow sports, how many players stay past their prime and end up getting injured? It's because it's, it's fun. It's a really good time. It's a really good time. Andre to Texas Institute of Technology and Science? Maybe. Stanford, okay, thank you. It wasn't MIT, it was Stanford, yeah. I, I, I knew he was uh, connected to some sort of college uh, in some way. Yes, he was a professor and his students loved him. Yeah, no, I, I've heard a lot of really good things about him within the company for sure. Guys, Andre wouldn't have left uh, Mary Barra because she let and it matter. So you know what? I think Mary Barra would have kept Andre there for 30 years and they would have had the greatest the greatest AI system in the world, because she leads. Because she leads. Just a reminder, guys, if you wanna come on and ask a question live or to share your thoughts live, I have a link to the live cast here on the comment section. Don't be shy, it's fun. 
Uh, the only thing I would require is that you have your video camera on so we can all see your beautiful face and you have decent audio and good internet. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, FSD has reached level four. We just don't know yet. That's why Andre could leave. Yeah, I, I, I've long, I had a video not too long ago on my channel that said, you know, I do think full self-driving is ready. I think the pieces for it are ready. I think that Elon trying to take on Twitter. Now we know all know what's going on there. And Andre um, going on sabbatical for the, for the, technology that Elon very openly said is the most important thing for Tesla to get done, which is to get full self-driving done. You don't have those two things happen really unless you're confident that you're moving towards the right direction, in my opinion. And so I think it just becomes a, an exercise of, it's just an exercise of getting the data you need to get the system to where it needs to be. You know, so I agree with you. I agree with you. If you have any questions or comments in the comment section below as well, drop them in. We'll answer a few. We'll answer a few. They probably reached a huge milestone and now what is needed might not interest him. Yeah, I, yeah, there, there's so many different variables that really drive uh, him potentially leaving the, the company. There's so many different variables. Here's a question from um, JG. Can we discuss how Teslas have changed the way we should be looking at buying versus leasing cars? Then. Also, how long an AV should last versus ICE, actually cheaper in the long run. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty well-known uh, thing. And the fact that uh, full self-driving is going to be yet another factor that's going to be laid on top of that, it takes it yet to another level. You know, it, it becomes an appreciating asset <laughs> over time, an appreciating asset. I have never been more excited about Tesla's future. Let's, uh, let's do a poll. That's a great question to ask, yeah? Are you more excited about Tesla's future after the news of Andre leaving? Okay, let's rephrase this. Are you excited about Tesla's future? And posted. There we go. All right, let's see what uh, let's see what our people think. All right, we have our first guest, David. Can Hello. you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I hear you. You're, you're me good. Okay. You're you're kind of laggy well? from your end. I'm not sure if the internet might be a little bit off. You're kind of laggy. Problem. Yeah. I can. Uh, I'm sorry about that. No problem. Try again. I Thanks. Okay, yeah, it's still a little laggy. <laughs> we'll try to ask your... Oh, he's, he left. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is fun, right? That's what happens when we try to bring people on for questions. It's a good time. Here. Here's a link again in case any of you guys want to join. Let's see. Here's a comment from uh, Gamer000. I think we uh, should lower expectations on what FSD can do. Streets, signs, the whole traffic system was made for human and vehicle, and some roads are a mess. It's just not fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think, though, if, if you really want a viable solution when it comes to full self-driving, you do have to figure out how to navigate human streets. You know, I think ensuring that we have a, a, um, uh, a big sort of... Um, if we have high standards for the technology, that's the best way for it to get better. So definitely, let's make sure we understand uh, that we understand the um, the limitations that could potentially come up. But I still think it's important for us to have an attitude that says, but it needs to do it. <laughs> it still needs to do it. We do it. And Tesla claims that it can do it. So let's make sure that it can do it. Right? We got Donald back. Donald, how you doing, my friend? Hello. How, you doing? How can I help you? Good, man. How can I help you? Well, I was uh, just want to make a comment here. Um, it seems like, you know, this is a totally different way to run a company. I mean, I was kind of like that. Um, my background is spectroscopy and, you know, I was a physicist for, uh, for a company and we made instrumentation, right? And then I kept on thinking about all these different applications for it, it drive, drove me crazy, you know, trying to do more and more. And I had to 
eventually give it to someone else after I got it to a certain point because I needed to go on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. I I kind of think that that um, what's going on here is, you know, it keeps on going on and realizing there's all kinds of stuff to do, right? Tesla isn't the only people working on world-changing problems, right? right? And maybe he wants to do a world-changing problem only in the Tesla way where, you know, you have to keep on pushing it from first principles and keep on making new applications and making new, you know, ways of doing things and bringing people along with them that share that. Okay, so that's that's should be a propagation of first principle thinking throughout our society. I mean, I got to tell you, like when I started at that job, there was someone else that had done a calibration routine on a computer. This is back in the old days when it was like a 386 computer or something like that. And what he did was he created this calibration. It was all great and everything. And then he partitioned the drive up into like 20 partitions and then cross made everything so that only he knew how to do how to program this calibration and so when he was gone well disaster that instrument um calibration lasted for a little while but then when we needed to make changes and stuff like that it was impossible to decipher right so yeah. We had to spend all kinds of time and effort because he wanted to be the person that you go to, right? Yeah. That's not the way it's supposed to be. You you make you make it so that you work yourself out of a job. That's what I exactly. learned there. You work yourself out of a job and you go on to the next thing, right? Yep. And everyone else comes in and they see that. And then that propagates the the theology, I guess you'd call it. Right? Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? A hundred percent. I a lot of what think, you said resonates. I think B, uh, JB and um, Carpathy and a few others are doing exactly that. They're a hundred percent. They've done this thing, and then they're they're going to be making other things out there that it's just going to amaze humanity. You know, a hundred percent. And it's not going to be Tesla bent. It's going to be. AI bent or it's going to be solving yep. other problems that yeah we really need to solve you know 100% so, what a shame what a shame for the world if the folks that have really learned how to approach problems from a first principle perspective and are surrounded by the smartest people in the world and have the greatest uh, tool, sets tool sets available to them in the world and the best culture of innovation in the world. What a shame if they're not able to bring that to the rest of the world, right? And, and so that, that's a beautiful way of putting it. And 100%. it's so empowering to the people that yes. you bring. You know, I mean, like the person, uh, one person that I handed a project off to, thought that they would never do anything like that. They were a high mm. school grad, you know, and here's this physicist handing something off to them. You know, I made certain simplifications, but they stepped up, you know. Yeah. And it's 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 getting out of that out of that comfort zone, you know, out of yeah. like, you know, I can take data for this guy. No, I'm actually going to do the calibrations. Holy crap. You know, yeah. that's so empowering for people, you know. Yeah. So 100% hundred percent. I really appreciate you sharing go that. Out, he's going to go out and empower all kinds of people out there. Yes. So, yeah. Donald, yeah. thank you so much for sharing that because that I couldn't agree more with you. I really couldn't agree more with you. And I think it's, uh, it's a shame when we don't have leaders in place at companies that have that sort of mindset of, I want everyone yeah. to come on. I want everyone to be better than me. So I need to make sure I give them everything yes. I know and empower them to come in to be better than me. You know? That that's rare, but I people like Andre, people like JB, a lot of leaders at Tesla. That literally every leader that I've ever met at that company works in that context of I want to make sure the next person that steps into this chair is at least twice as good as I am, because yeah, that is the only way you make progress. <laughs> and that always comes you from know? like sharing what you've just learned and stuff like that with the yeah. other people working around you, right? That's right. I mean, that's right. That person that I brought in. 
you know, I kept on telling her what was going on with this and stuff. And then when she stepped in, you know, she was practically yeah. an expert, you know, so yeah, it's and she like, killed it. And then she, I'm sure she yep. took it to levels that she didn't even think she could take, but she did. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So it's beautiful. So we beautiful thing. Per- permeate that through the society and we That's become right. totally very exceptional, you know? So that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Donald. Thank you for coming on brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Awesome. Great, 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 great insight by Donald. Very awesome insight. Great. Next great. caller, Sander. Oh, hi. How you doing, my friend? Hi. Uh, good. How are you? Good, sir. How can I help you? Yeah. Uh, well, it was kind of surprising this uh, soon in the stream, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <Ta-da! laughs> it's very approachable. I have to commend you for that. It's it's Thank really so nice much. to just jump on. Um, I, I work for a, um, for another car company in the customer service department and, um, looking at how all the, um, yeah, technology is in integrated these days at Tesla. We get a lot of these questions saying, well, why aren't there any more, uh, so, so why isn't it able to be uh, be connected online uh, for, uh, by the internet at all times, right? And recently, we've even experienced that 3G is still integrated in modern vehicles. <laughs> built this year. And uh, what is your your thought on that in 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 association with the outlook from different companies towards the future? Yeah, that's that's a really good question, and uh, I appreciate you saying that you work for another car company. We won't say which car company, just to you know, just to keep that uh, uh, under wraps. But I do appreciate you coming forward and saying that. Um, I think so. Uh, the products and services are a it's a result of culture, right? Anything that's in a car, anything that's in a service that you offer, is made by people. Right, it's made by people either with in, in tandem with machines or with their bare hands or whatever you want to call it, but it's made by people, and people operate within cultures. And if a culture doesn't exist that is constantly pushing to move the company forward and to innovate and to think about the future, then the people are not going to act accordingly, right? So to me, whenever I see that in a product that's kind of geared towards the uh, older generation or maybe not forward thinking, that to me says there's a culture at the company that is not pushing that envelope, that is not encouraging people to take risks, that it's not encouraging for new ideas to come through, right? Um, and yeah, I think it's a bummer, but it's hard to do. It's hard to do because it requires uh, people to constantly change. It requires for people to constantly think of new ways to approach things. It requires a lot of uh, turnover sometimes. If people are in a spot that are not helping, then they have to get out and come in. So how does that work within a union environment, a non-union environment? There's so many different questions that come up, right? But change is hard. Humans hate change. But unless you have a culture of change and leaders that are willing to move that stuff forward, you're not going to get it. And that's why you have a Tesla that's able to innovate so quickly. It's because they really invested in that culture that makes people comfortable with taking risks and implementing change. Does that help answer your uh, your question? Yeah, definitely. It, it's more of a reactive than a proactive version of Bingo. Uh, working. Bingo. Well, thank you, you very it. much. And uh, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. I finished my coffee, but cheers. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, man. Bye. You're welcome, man. Bye. Awesome. This is so great. Who else wants to come on? Show us your pretty face. Let us hear your awesome voice. And if you're enjoying what you're watching so far, hit the like button. You'll get absolutely nothing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, also, feel free to drop comments and questions in the, in the comment section. Uh, I'll definitely prioritize people that come on. Uh, if they're uh, brave enough to show their face, it's super, it's happy. It's happy. It's easygoing. It's maybe I can understand how it's nerve wracking, but trust me, you get used to it real quick. You get used to it real quick. So far, we've had two really, really good uh, questions and uh, comments from uh, Donald and Sanders. So thank you all very much for coming on. Um, <laughs> we got a comment from uh, uh, Mark. Legacy auto ain't cut to get delete. Control all delete or just delete? Which one should we do? Which one should we do? 
Um, all right. We got our next guest. Ishan's back. How's it going, my hey, friend? Hey, It's going good. How's it going with you? Good, man. Thank you very much. What can I help you with? Yeah, so I mean, uh, this is uh, more of a light question, not as serious as the previous two. But what if uh, Andre really, uh, you know, quit Tesla to go join Twitter under Reel? Uh, you know, Twitter needs a solid AI leader to deal with all of that mess. And Andre once said that, you know, he is interested in uh, natural language interpretation models, etc. So, you know, I don't so know. So, Andre uh, 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 joining Twitter. Take. Yeah, maybe Twitter. Knows. Wow. Let's speculate, um, you know. I don't think so. I don't think so because <laughs> yeah, I think Twitter, I yeah, I think Twitter doesn't have the right culture and leadership in place for true innovation and uh, a change. I think if Andre, Andre's been at Tesla for five years, and uh, I'm sure at jobs before he also had a, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of like um, very fast moving environments that he worked on, but Tesla is another level uh, that that stays with you. You know, it stays with you. And I think him joining Twitter, especially without an Elon at the helm, I think it's going to be it's going to drive him absolutely crazy. And he's not going to be able to get stuff done because he's going to run into block after block after block after block after block after block. Right. So uh, fun thought exercise. But if I were to bet, I would probably put a lot of money on no. <laughs> but true. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Can, I, yeah. can I ask a quick follow-up on that? Sure. Uh, culture, organizational culture is generally you know, driven top-down. So does yeah. uh, installing a great leader uh, to whichever, and I'm not you know, pointing fingers at Twitter, uh, but you know any organization that needs a cultural change, do you think uh, that installing like a very top level leader is a good way to I don't know like execute a cultural change or maybe at least trigger it? Uh, how far do you think you know uh, bringing organizational change versus that leader actually getting pissed and leaving? Uh, you know yeah. uh, these are the two outcomes that might happen. So that's a really good question. That's a really, really good question. I think it it uh, it really depends how much power that leader actually has. I think that that's a, that's a big variable. So th you know, it depends. So in a public company, uh, CEOs are oftentimes figureheads, right? Or, or these leaders are oftentimes figureheads. They're hired by the board to do what the board wants them to do, right? So you're not really in there instituting fresh ideas. Let's say you're the board is trying to find the right person they can put in place so that they can do what the board says. So they're not really doing what they want to do. They're just, their thing is aligned with what the board wants them to do. So first we have to talk about the, the context of what the comp where the company exists, right? So public companies are going to have, ex especially existing co public companies, are going to have a really, 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 really hard time finding a leader that's going to be truly transformational from a culture perspective. You're much better off starting from scratch <laughs> if you want that. And so that's why if you put that within the context of say legacy auto in respect to Tesla, that's why I think legacy auto is gonna have a much harder time shifting gears than say a Rivian or a Lucid or a BYD, whatever you wanna call it, these brand new companies that are coming from the ground up. So um, private companies probably have an easier time doing that because you don't have a, a, a public board necessarily that's going to, uh, you're gonna have to answer to, uh, especially if you're an owner operator, if you're somebody who owns a company, and is also the CEO and say has majority or a pretty significant percentage of the company th that you own, you're gonna have a much easier time instituting that culture. So um, it depends. And it also depends the layers of bureaucracy that have been built into the company. If the leaders uh, themselves that are in the company are uh, forward looking. And so if they're not, then you have to institute a, uh, a brand new leadership structure that could potentially bring down the company while you're doing it because of sabotage or that it's just impossible to do because it takes too long. And then a competitor comes in that's brand new and then that already has that culture instituted. So it's hard. It's, that's a very hard question to ask. I think long term, what I would say the easiest way to have a great culture is to start with it. Like you start with it because changing it, especially the bigger you get, becomes exponentially harder. 
And that's why starting from scratch the right way is so, so, so important. So important. Okay. Well, appreciate that answer, man. Awesome. An amazing Thank you, man. Again. Thank you, brother. Cheers. Appreciate you. See you soon. Awesome. Another great question. If you want to come on, ask a question. Boom. Here's a link. Come on on. Come on on. Who says that? Come on on. We got a... Claude says, sorry, Farzad, it's the madness of the kids' bedtime here or I participate a lot more. It's all good, man. It's all good. Any participation is good participation. Even you saying that comment is you participating. Look at that. Amazing. Comment from uh, JG. Most of America out there doesn't know all the benefits from a Tesla EV in general. They only know because fanatics like me tell them. And most people in my circle know to ask me because I am in the know. Yeah, that's, that's one of the uh, challenges with EVs right now. However, I will tell you that as Model Y reaches global domination status, which I believe is going to happen next year. I made a live stream about this not too long ago, where I think Model Y is going to be the most uh, popular car sold in the world by units. So that right now is being held, I think, by the Corolla and the RAV4, which is about a million units per year. I think Model Y gets there next year. Boy, is that going to change. Because I think if, you, if you're a company now that has a crown of most uh, uh, car with the most sold globally, that changes the tune of what your company represents, right? And uh, a lot more people are going to be interested in it. Uh, I don't know how Tesla's going to manage that with the amount of demand they already have and the backlogs that they have, but good luck to them. Good luck to them. Uh, there's other comments. There's other comments that are coming up on my YouTube, but are not coming up on Restream, and it's still uh, coming through. But I'm gonna wait for them to refresh. I'm sure they'll come up here any any second. Um, but yeah, if you do want to join the stream uh, for a question or to share your thought, I've posted a link for that in the comments section. Feel free to click on that and come on. We have 380 people on right now. Thank you all very much for joining us. If you like what you're watching, so more people can watch it, hit the like button. And we'll give you absolutely nothing. Thank you very much. You guys are so nice. You guys are so nice. Let's see. What other comments do we have? I'm interested to know who outside of the Tesla community thinks that buying a Tesla versus any other ICE is cheaper, regardless of sticker price of the ICE. Uh, I'm interested to know who outside of the Tesla community thinks that buying a Tesla versus any other ICE is cheaper. Well, I'll tell you what. There was something that happened with uh, my my dad who would have never considered an EV until very, very recently where he bought a Tesla Model 3 because diesel gas prices or diesel prices were so high where the payment for the Model 3 was cheaper than the amount of uh, money he was paying for fuel. And that made him change. You know, I think I think the high gas gas prices that we're having right now, I think it's forcing people to seriously consider an EV as an alternative, and it's yet another reminder that when you think about true adoption of a technology, especially mass adoption of a technology, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, variable out there is cost. Period. And once cost becomes a no-brainer within the context of people literally cannot afford the thing that they're paying for, so they have to figure out a creative way to switch over, you know? That's where EVs become de facto, just, it's just better period. Before, it's not super clear. If gas is cheap and you're paying, I don't know, 100 bucks a month to fill up your, your gas tank or whatever you may, might be paying, it's not gonna trigger something as a person that says, oh my God, I need to buy an EV or I need to stop paying for gas because it's really expensive. It's within your budget, but once it goes over budget, that's when people start thinking about potentially transitioning. So cost is always gonna be a variable. So the more things Tesla can do to really bring costs down, uh, or, or, or if, if there are factors that happen that may cost more, um, more visible that EVs are truly cheaper, then at that point, it becomes a no-brainer. But Tesla has a year backlog. <laughs> How are they going to be able to sell their cars? <laughs> Even if you wanted to save money, you can't. Man, that's a bad problem to have. Let's end this poll while I wait for the comments to come through. I don't know what's going on with Restream lately. I'm not very happy with its performance, not going to lie. Uh, we might have to switch over to uh, StreamYards. 
StreamYards, if you want to um, host the uh, thing, let me know. Sponsor the channel. Uh, all right, we've ended the poll. The poll was, are you excited about Tesla's future? 95% said yes. That's a lot of people. 211 people voted. Thank you very much for taking part. Um, all right, we got a couple folks trying to jump on. Let's see. Got a couple folks. Truckers, are you there? Let's see. Yes. Got a couple. How you doing? Can you turn on your camera by any oh, chance? Yeah. And I have echo I coming. I don't have a camera. I'm sorry. How you doing? Okay. Can you turn your okay. Good. Can you um, mute you on your side? There's Good. audio coming through. It's like uh, echo. On your side? Yeah, it's there. pretty bad. I'm going to send you a message on the private chat. There is big echo on your side. Could you fix? I'll bring you back on. Okay. Sorry. All right. And then we got uh, another person on. Let's see if we can get their camera to come on. JG, can you hear me? Can you hear me, my friend? Nope. He cannot hear me. He's like, screw that. I can't hear you. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, my comments stopped coming through. That's a bummer. Restream. You're letting me down. You're letting me down. Let's see. If we do this, and let's do this. Yeah, bummer. Okay. Yeah, I can see comments come through the uh, the YouTube, but I can't see it come through Restream. So I think I'm going to st start trying StreamYards to try and make this a little bit better. We'll maybe try that for tomorrow. So anyway, all right. I think we're going to stop it there. Thank you all very much for coming on. Really appreciate you all coming on and uh, sharing the, the platform with me. Tomorrow, we're going to have Emma Peppers on the platform. And we're going to sit down with you all and we're going to discuss Carpathy. We're going to discuss Elon on Twitter, Tesla Q2, earnings, macro, and a bunch of other stuff. So see you guys tomorrow, 11.15 a.m. Central. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you for stopping in. Really appreciate your support. Like, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Do it all. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye.